three episodes in a row, I let it go the whole distance without singing, or ruining it, or talking, just dancing. Here we are, everybody. End of April, beginning of May. The sun is shining. The snow still keeps spitting at us, but me as a skier doesn't mind that. Oh, we got an exciting episode today, folks. This is an episode I'm really I've been I've been inching itching for this one. Uh, it's going to give a different couple different perspectives on the cannabis industry in New York State uh, from a really energetic young woman that I can't wait for you all to meet. Uh, first, I want to go into a little a little go off on Brian's soapbox here. Um, Twitter and Elon Musk. I have to say something about this just to start the episode. I just want to thank Elon Musk for raising the bar of making people think about the First Amendment. I was a journalist for 12 years. I don't necessarily know his intentions on this whole Twitter thing in the 9% and and he, he's fighting for it um, when this episode is being ta- uh, taped. But um, there's one thing I think all of us need to remember out of this is we have this right for free speech and uh, you can speak your mind and speak your opinion. Uh, you have to be careful with that, obviously, making sure hopefully truth is out there, but you, you have the right to speak an opinion in your mind, and I'm a firm believer of that. Uh, in a newspaper business, that would be called a column where someone would write an opinion or, or editorial page would be another place for people to write opinions uh, and thoughts, and that's what newspapers were designed for. But then you have news sheets where, where it's based on fact. It's based on the who, what, where, when, how, uh, and that's something Twitter by far does not represent whatsoever in our society. Um, so it's amazing that there's a big fight right now over a social network, a uh, social media network that actually nets the f- littlest profit of all the social media networks, uh, at less than $350 million over the last two years made. Um, but it's amazing that the powers that be that run that company are fighting for it. Like it's a multi-million dollar company. Um, Nordstrom, uh, let's put the Saudi Arabia government and let's put Blackwaters, three, three entities that are fighting Elon Musk taking this over. Nordstrom at the last minute collecting 10% of Twitter to kind of fight Elon Musk. And then the board ruling him down, even though he was offering $54 a share to all the shareholders when uh, it was well worth less than that in the stock market right now. And Goldman Sachs rated the Twitter shares at about $35 a share, but Elon Musk offered 54, which means every shareholder should be mad for Twitter for not taking that as a profit. If I was a shareholder and I owned a couple hundred shares of Twitter, I'd be a little mad right now if the board turned him down, um, especially when I'm a former journalist. And I believe that the principles behind what he was trying to do was right to try and put, make it so everybody can speak on the platform, but not just taking things off um, without facts. So things that are factual, this is a true story. There have been factual things that have been said on Twitter that have been taken down um, because of the platform's uh, rules behind the scene of what they believe uh, should be posted and not posted. And I don't believe um, there should be a, a forum like that. And, and the, the stockholders of that company should also be speaking up about this and they don't. Um, but the powers that be, like I said, the Nordstrom's, the Saudi government, yes, the Saudi government said they don't want Elon Musk taking over. Uh, and just for something most people don't know is Saudi Arabia. Most people in Saudi Arabia use Twitter as a form of communications because they, that's the only thing that's anonymous, right? Because that is such a bad regime there. So you, the, of course the Saudi government wants it because why do they want it? They can track people down who are dissidents of the government a lot easier through that platform. Um, so just want to put that out there for everybody. Thank you, Elon, for putting 
living out the First Amendment through this whole Twitter ordeal. And, and you may be doing it just to make money. You might be doing it just to buy these shares and then dump them at a, at a huge profit margin for SpaceX. If so, kudos to you that you actually are doing something socially that, that should have been helping and making everybody open their eyes to what's going on. That Think about this, everybody. Blackwater made a lot of money through the military overseas. Then they came back, and now they're buying up a lot of residential homes around the U.S., making the home values go up, and they're fighting to keep Twitter away from Elon Musk, who wants to make it more for First Amendment rights, but yet they're fighting it. So so let's think about maybe what their motivations are, and are they really in our, our best interest? Um, so that's it for today for Twitter. I've never been, a, I haven't been a member of Twitter. I don't have an account. Uh, there's always something weird about Twitter to me. I use Facebook and Instagram for marketing primarily or to um, share my life experiences with family who don't live in Rochester. I'll be very honest. Otherwise, I don't really use those platforms for communication very often. Um, so that's it. I'm off my soapbox now to, for the fun part of our day. Uh, and I apologize for this young woman sitting here waiting for my long-winded Twitter spiel. But we have today a woman that I met a few weeks ago. Uh, first, I have to describe how I first saw her because uh, I was at a vet in Rochester, New York, where I was helping to moderate. Um, it was a city of Rochester event where there talking to people uh, about cannabis uh, and what to know and provided a bunch of board uh, panels. Basically, they were educating people on what they need to know heading into the cannabis industry, correct? So licensees, that kind of thing. Um, and I was sitting in the back as I was nervously awaiting my turn up in line. Um, and I noticed a white lab coat, which for me stands right out because at work uh, we do a lot of lab coats. Uh, and on the back was the coolest thing ever. It was this bedazzled... A uh, lab coat with a smiley, smiley, energetic woman who couldn't sit in her seat squarely at all, and and the back of the lab coat, I'm go- I'm gonna recite to what it said in, I believe it was green sequins. She can correct me if I was wrong, but the bougie stoner stood out to me, and I so wanted to say hello to her, have a conversation, but it definitely wasn't the venue for that. And I think it was later that evening I ran into her, um, and then it just grew from there. Um, I think we hugged 10 times before the end of the <laughs> evening because we had that energy. Um, but to no further ado, I'm going to introduce the one, the only, LaCarrie Byer. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, move the microphone a little bit closer because I want to make sure we hear your voice. How's that? That's perfect. Okay. Thank you. Um, so sorry about that long-winded spiel in the beginning, <laughs> but I'm not sure how much you knew about that or not about Twitter. But I knew absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm a journalist, so that's that was my upbringing. I've been an independent, I'm proud to say, since the age of 18. I was never a Republican or a Democrat. I feel like if you're a journalist, that's really the only way you could be a journalist is an independent. So I've carried that through my whole life as a neutral observer of society. Uh, and I'm a little tired of the nonsense. So it's funny to me when it's now becoming so prevalent uh, and now we can actually uh, make decisions about it based on there. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, so let's, on the good stuff, so, so tell a little bit, uh, people, our first interaction. Why don't you, from your perspective. <laughs> our first interaction was awesome. The first thing I thought about, I said, oh, my gosh, he's a male version of me. Like, hands down. And then the young lady I was with, she said the same exact thing. She goes, you got to meet this guy. Like, he is you. And I'm like, what? Another me? No way. So, um, and then you and, and Brandy were in a conversation. And I was just in awe because you literally were me. And it was like, it was an outer body experience. 
of course I was elevated to the gills. And it was it was dope. It was dope. And the fact that you mentioned my lab coat and you said there's got to be a story behind that. I said, yep. Yep. All right. So it, uh, she has a lab coat. So her definitely you go up to La La Carrie, is that yes, right? Yes. I apologize if I don't get that right. That's okay. But such a beautiful name. Um so you you walk up to her and, and basically your vendor, right? Yes. That's kinda how we how we came across each other first. Um and You, you mean no, I wasn't. Oh no, no we were at the Green Lounge. We were at the Green Lounge. And we were just hanging. That's right. Yep. That's right. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> um so so she's right. We were in a social setting chatting, but we were uh, in general talking about cannabis in people's yep. lives, right? And we the the thing that both of us both have that uh, kismet uh, or that, um, that, I don't know, that it, we have in common. We both want to make people more healthier with cannabis. Amen. And that's what came across really quickly, the two of us. Um, tell us how cannabis came into your life. <sighs> well, first off, I grew up around it. You know, I used to play with my dad's seeds. It was, for me, when it came out, it was definitely adult time. Because my parents used to play music. He was Panamanian. So they used to play music and they used to dance. And Bob Marley used to come on. And we used to play with his seeds. So then they used to disappear. And then my grandmother, she used to, you know, every morning go and grab a piece off her weed that we couldn't touch. And she would have her tea. So it was something that I grew up on. My consumption was... Strictly once a year, a family reunion. Couple puffs, I'm done. Until about 2018, end of 2018, I hit my deepest level of depression ever. And my sister <laughs> got me a little package together, and it was my first vape pen. And I can't remember whether it was an indica or sativa. I have no idea, but that's where... I started my research because I was able to navigate just whether it was getting out the bed or um, making it through the day, getting to work, getting out of my car, whatever it was, I was able to take what was available, research it, and see how I can apply it because it was to the point where my hands were shaking. My anxiety was so bad. And um, <laughs> I, I couldn't go to work uh, stone, no less. So I was. that's when I got into CBD. So that started um, immediately after the cannabis introduction did because at that time... Like life just, I don't know, opened up a, a can of whoop ass. I have no idea what happened. We had a house fire. I was dating somebody that was like literally on a drug war path. I wish he had chose cannabis, but that's where my jokes come in about we have more fun than crackheads. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And um, no doubt. <laughs> facts. I don't have much. I don't have any experience with that other, but I've seen enough of it. You, you, you that just gotta see it, and that's enough. enough. Like I'm Thank good. You. I'm good over here. Yeah, yeah. So, I, don't, I don't need that whole. Like I remember the first time I saw. Here's a, here's a good story for that. Uh, first time I saw a dab rig was at a friend of mine's house, and I looked at it. I was like, ooh, 
whoa, you you use that thing? Like, I'm thinking crack right away. I'm going right back. Like, exactly. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm going to exactly. tell you right now, I think around 2017, 18 is the first time I really saw a dab rig. And, and I knew it was out there, but I didn't see like a friend of mine using it mm-hmm. for cannabis. Mm-hmm. See? So as soon as he showed me then, right, and I understood, I'm like, oh, okay, I have to take my mind off of the perspective of that glass rig yep. just is for something really bad. Yep. And I'm still there. I'm still there. But then um, it's funny. So as, you know, I'm learning, you know, about strains and my life is all crazy, my body started hurting. And so I dug even deeper into cannabis and CBD and just started playing with it. And I think that's where my love started going. And I started journaling each strain and it just literally took off from there totally was not looking to do a business. What were you doing at the time for work? I was in the dental field. I was a surgical coordinator for periodontal surgery. And I was in that field for about 20 years. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I had the best fun at the, the last year of it because me and cannabis were new friends. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you have, now, did you actually physically, what was your role in the dentist office? Like, did you physically work on people's teeth and help with the operations or were you an admin or? I, I was the closer. I was the closer. People don't come into the dental office aiming to hand over tens of thousands of dollars for dental surgery. So I helped them understand, here it is health, help them understand the importance of the first line of defense to your health. And that's what you put in your body. So if you can't chew your food properly, you can't nourish your body. So I would help them understand the sizable investment that they are about to bark embark on. And as well as rebuild your smile, help you smile again, find that job, find that spouse, you know, regain, you know, the person you lost. I used to have them bring in old pictures and we used to reminisce about their old times to get them to smile and literally almost mentally rehab them in preparation for what they were about to embark on. Um, I used to do hands-on surgery. I wasn't able to do that anymore because at first it started with carpal tunnel and then my back started and then my anxiety started. So being in surgery with a mask, surgical cap, in a closed room, in a surgical gown, like it was, my life was just crazy. So I morphed my career to be able to um, be more free with, honestly, whatever I wanted to do in the office. I want to talk about the dental world just a little bit more before I jump off, just because it's been such an impact in my life. I really can't, I guess I can understand it one way, but not, but I really can't understand why normal healthcare doesn't cover dental because (laughs) your mouth truly is like the entry point of your body for nutrients, right? And if you don't, you're, you're absolutely correct about no teeth. Like some of the things I've been learning is through triathlons, I used to drink a lot of smoothies and I found maybe that wasn't the best way because really what I should have been doing is eating whole fruit, breaking down my mouth, adding the enzymes within my mouth to break that down and make it better in my stomach. So I was getting nutrients, but I wasn't getting the most nutrients Um, and a little more sugar than I should have, right? Uh, If I continued on that for 20, 30 years, that could have caused me maybe diabetes or or some other side issues, right? So 
So that all starts with your mouth and your health. And I had a traumatic experience in eighth grade, as I've told you in the past, and I've, I think I've related it on the show before, um, where I had a softball slam into my mouth and kill all the nerves from the front of my mouth. So this has been a struggle with me my whole life where people like razz me, oh, your mouth, your mouth, but they don't realize what an impact on the nerves of your teeth can do. Maybe you can describe that a little bit of what you've seen in the industry and then why don't you think it's covered under healthcare? Do you have any <laughs> idea why it's not? I mean, they consider it optional. You're, you have primary insurance, but yet you have two more that are separate: vision and dental. Like they're not attached. Like you weren't born with them. Like it is an option to have a mouth and eyeballs. I'm, I'm just saying. And you notice that in a medical complex, you won't have dental. You might have ophthalmology, but more than likely you won't have dental. It, it, it's baffling, it's mind-blowing, and there truly isn't an answer for it because the pharmaceutical companies... Well, no, there it is. The pharmaceutical companies wouldn't make as much money as they do if dental was taken as part of your body. Because if you can masticate your food properly, your saliva can get um, keep flowing. Because that changes if you're not chewing your food. Um, think about cancer patients who go through chemo or people who are on high medications who change their saliva flow. Now they have more decay. Their teeth are breaking down. The nerves, okay, so your situation with your nerves, the first thing, the purpose of a nerve is to feel. If when you bite and your nerves don't react to the 300 pounds per pressure that you're putting on your, your, your teeth. Your jaw. Your yeah. jaw, you understand, it won't move and tell the ligaments to move out the way. So the teeth are just constantly getting this pounding when the entire mechanism isn't working properly. So naturally, the bone starts to move. The nerves start to regress even more because they feel like we're not being used. So it, kind of, it, it necrosis, it dies. So now the teeth lose color. They get brittle. They get dry. They start to break. You need a crown. 25 years old, 26 years old, 27 years old, 28 See? years old. It's a domino effect. Right there. By had, one by one by one in my mouth. And had when... You went to ER after that trauma. Never did. I went just to my dentist. Never went to ER. How about I? No. Oh, oh okay. After so you that went, trauma, I went to my dentist. You went straight that was to your it. dentist. Yep. But, okay, so what I'm trying to say is normally if the dentist was part of your whole primary care, maybe you would have went to your physician and your physician would have lined it up and they would have known down the line, this is what happens if we don't do this. But... The scary part is the same thing happens to our eyes. I have don't have a medical history of dent, uh, diabetes, but I have some kind of um, amount of air getting into my eye for to measure glaucoma or whatever. They don't know if it was always that way or if I just developed it and it's getting worse. Had they seen my eyes and measured it and made it part of my entire medical history... They would know, okay, Carrie, you know, you're looking like we got a little progression here. Let's look further into your medical history. But it's my ophthalmologist is just lens crafters. They're not tied into my medical, my chart. So my, it's up to me to let my um, 
primary doctor know that I have to see an ophthalmologist because they think the pressure, the air pressure in my eye is too much. That's a great point. I didn't even consider that my dental isn't included with my mitra for the rest of my body. I didn't even think about that till right this second. It should be. It should be. Your chiropractor is not attached to your medical facility. They don't have a chiropractor in in the ER. You get into a car accident, there's no chiropractor there. You get tackled, there's no chiropractor there. My chiropractor is the one who got my MRI pushed so my neurosurgeon can say, I don't know how you're still working, but we're going to stop right now. What? My chiropractor was like, uh, Carrie, this didn't just start in 2017. This was 2015, and you came to me like this. So this this was happening beforehand. But the if your spine is in alignment, all your nerves, nervous systems can breathe easier, everything is, is straight, you crack your knuckles, everything feel better. That's going to change with how many times you have to see the orthopedic, how many, how many ibuprofens you have to get prescribed. Now you can't get prescribed gabapentin, you can't get prescribed this, you can't get prescribed that. If a chiropractor can just take the kink out and everything opens up, they make, they're losing money. Same as your dental. Had they lined up your, your next 20 years, because you can do that. You literally can do that. If they lined it up, you would have definitely been in a different place. And I think that's why what I'm doing is so much more important for me. Because it literally saved my life to wake up and know in the midst of my deepest depression when, I don't know if I, sh- I share with you, I was trying to check out three times in one week. I was trying to get the hell up out of being around. Three times. And that's 2018. 2018. And now you have like the energy. I couldn't even Yo, see you even consider crazy. that. Crazy. Yeah, I couldn't even see you consider that. Crazy. I haven't, I haven't seen you once without a smile on your face. And I never used to smile. I used to have a friend. I have a best friend, actually. She lives in Florida. We're like twins. She's like a major, a shorter, thicker version of me. She's bad. <laughs> you gotta see her. Um, and her name is Harmony. When she first met me, she goes, Mm-mm, Carrie, you need a smile. I hated smiling. I had so much built up. So in 2018, I was trying to check out. And the moment I opened my eyes, I would reach over and grab that vape pen. But I didn't understand what I was smoking yet at the time. So once... and. Oh, and you went hard first. I, I mean, when we talk about all the ways I've been kind of, because we've been talking about this over the podcast, over episodes, all the ways of delivery method, vaping is one of the most intense, right? That's the highest, highest concentration. It's, you're talking 95% right. THC. Like, right. there's it's, no muscle, no fuss. Yeah, leave it to me. You know what I'm saying? I want to get something off the menu. Is it the most expensive? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to, leave it to me. I, listen, I blame my mom. But... And it was funny because that whole, I enjoy sharing my journey with cannabis because it started with the vape pen and I just didn't like not knowing what was in it. So, and the whole oil in my lungs thing just didn't rock with me. So I was like, okay, let me just get flour. And so I started with flour. My homeboy he didn't know. He just knew the name. He didn't know what the sativa, indica. He he didn't know. He just didn't know. 
So, and I just recently shared with him that he's a huge part of me being alive right now. He was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, yeah. But um, so then I started, I found, I, I didn't know how to roll up. So I was trying to find a device where, because remember, my body went to shit. So my hands wasn't working. Yeah, I so to roll a joint, you can't roll, roll a, a joint. joint. And plus, no. I'm new at this. Like I'm, I can't roll now, and I've been, I've been smoking for 30 years. I still can't roll one, so mm. we're good. Mine looks so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I got a G, a G pen. I think it was called a G pen with the converter top where I can put wax, all that other stuff. But it was a one-shooter. Ooh, I called G-Shock back and I gave that guy hell. I said, why would I take flour that I spent $75 a A for and put it in this thing just for it to burn up? I said, that don't make sense. He said, well, what are you trying to do with it? I said, I don't know, but this just don't make any sense. I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this thing. I'm looking at my vape pen. I'm like, nah, there's got to be something else. And then I went to a dry herb vaporizer. That's my bitch. Explain to people what that is, because I've tried that, adding that to my arsenal. So, yeah, please, because I think it's a great idea for people to go this route. Okay, so my dry or vaporizer, her name is Starry, and I'm working with the manufacturer because I'm I'm so going to need my name on those, and I got to carry those. He got to give me a better number. But anyway, so... She is a nice, small, handheld. She's probably about the size of, if you take two lighters, right? So it's about that Mm -hmm. size. Side by side, yeah. Maybe about four inches max in length. She has a beautiful, she's all black. She's sleek. She has an all black um, glass zirconium mouthpiece. And you can use wax, flour, oils. You can, so it's just not just one. It's versatile. And you put it in there and you don't need a lot of flour. I would say, I always share with people, probably about the tip of your pinky, half of that. Okay. Pack it in there. I put my first bake at 400 degrees for 10 minutes. My sister said, you puffing on that for 10 minutes? I said, I sure am. Now at that, Temperature, you're just working on the body. It's just a nice, chill body high. You're cooling. <laughs> then I kick it up to 420, pun intended. Now I'm 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 cooking off those crystals and I'm getting that psychedelic going. So for 20 minutes off the same flower, I'm getting elevated. When that's done, I take that, I dump that into a glass jar and I save that because I can now eat it. Because it's decarb bud. So what I did is started accumulating that and putting that in my coffee. And, and that's how that's how all of this started. That's called recycling, folks. Oh, yeah. I'm flipping it. That's using every piece of the plant to benefit your body. Don't play with me. And hitting different receptors the way Don't you're doing that me. as well. Yes. 
because just because the high or the THC of that flower that she put in her coffee, just because that's not in there doesn't mean there's other benefits, not other benefits of that plant. <laughs> She's dancing over here like I was to my music. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. All right, so let's let's get to the nitty gritty. So what do you, you what you do for people? Let's talk about exactly what you do. What, what what's your shtick? What is your what, explain to people how to find you? Like talk about some of your products now. Okay, I mean, you're, so- you're teasing people now. We gotta jump, we gotta jump in. <laughs> I just developed. Consider me your personal Kenna experience concierge. You know, so you tell me what it is. I love doing this. When I was at the public market, I have people texting me, are you at the pub? Are you at the pub? And I totally forgot. It was, like, it was spring. Like, I looked up. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean 420? Like, where did the time go? So I got to get back to the public market. Um, and I got to revamp it how I'm going to do it. But um, so... I ask people, they're like, okay, uh, what do you got? And I'm like, what experience are you looking for? And they're like, well, I, I want to get high. I'm like, yeah, but what 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 what, what do you want? Do, do you want to hit the wall and do nothing? Do you want to hit the wall and dance around the house? Do you want to sit down and watch Netflix? Do you want to work? And people stop and think. I'm like, uh, yeah, hello, you can do anything you want. I said, when I share with you, if when you see me, it's not if, but every time you see me, trust me, I am elevated because I have anxiety that I fight every, oh, I'm down four meds, four, four. What do you mean? Oh, you down, you've eliminated from your life. Out of, out of there, gone. And o- I am only st- cannabis. O- only cannabis. Amen. I am still waiting for my internists to hit me up, be like, hey, we don't had two physicals and you have not refilled any of your meds. I'm still waiting for her to ask me that because she know I don't play. She know I fought getting on every time I had another attack or I finally made myself call her. She would give me another prescription. What was the most you've ever had at one time in your life? Five, five, five. I haven't taken a pill, man, in probably 10 years. Amen. Of any kind other than a uh, microdose of mushrooms from our buddy. Amen. Uh, maybe an aspirin once for a headache that cannabis didn't touch for some reason. But that's truly it in that long of time. Isn't that dope? But I also find that it can be a drawback. So let's talk about my mouth real quick. How about I had a nerve in the left side back towards my mouth go and a tooth became a floater. I never felt there was no uh, sign of infection, never felt the detachment from my bone, nothing. And that's probably because my cannabis use more than likely made it so I didn't feel any of that nerve pain. There's two things. There's 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 two things and, and I'm so excited about all of this with the cannabis. So when you had this the doctor from Dr. I think Smith from yep. is he from U of R? U of R, yep. Yeah, when you had him on, I was just I gave, I was her, like, I gave her some teachings before she listened to the show, guys. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So just so you know, that's Dr. Smith. I forget what episode, but look back, Dr. Harold Smith. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so I was I was in that deep because I'm so elated with what 
I cannot believe what cannabis has done for me. Like, I wish I can scream it from the hilltops and I wish I can just share with you all the vision that I have for the V experience, because that's the name of my business. What I have envisioned for the V experience is such... <laughs> I literally feel like I'm turning into my mother, but it's literally like a kumbaya space because I fought to be here and and this plant saved my flipping life. It saved my life. So I'm you smoke cigarettes, right? Never. In no my life. cigarettes. Zero ever. My dad, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, my dad used to smoke cigarettes when I was growing up. Both my parents did. So I would wake up in the morning. We had a small ranch house. I would go out and do my paper route. I would fight to get back from my paper route so I could shower and go to the bathroom before my dad did. Because if he did, he would smoke a cigarette and do his business in there. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't even be in that bathroom. Like, I had to hold my breath the whole time I was in there. So it made it. So the first time I ever tried a cigarette, I, I, my body physically, like, said, you are not touching no this No wonder stuff. your skin looks the way it do. But yeah, I've been smoking pot since I was 17. But if I even put a cigarette to my mouth, my body like has an adverse reaction to it, like bad. And I can't, when, remember when the bars and stuff, when you could smoke mm -hmm. cigarettes, I couldn't even be in a bar. Like I had to leave most of the time. I could never go out all night long with my buddies. Yep. So I was fine not oh, being in the bar scene in my 20s. Yo, yo I, people, people get soulmates mixed up sometimes. Yo, you are me. It's freaking me out right now. Ah, oh, my weird. God. I used to be the same way with cigarette smoke. My ex-boyfriend at the time, he would come in. He had like a man cave in the basement. I would be on the second floor in bed. And when the heat came on, I used to call him and be like, yo, who is smoking in my house? And he was like, yo, Carrie, I, you think I want to hear this? Nobody's smoking in the house. He smoked before he came in the house. So it was in his clothes. And it drove me nuts. I couldn't, I, 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 ooh. It's, it, it's very, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those visceral things in me. And, and I don't know why. I'm glad it is. I mean, I'll thank my father for it at the end of the day, but, um, yeah. I'm, Yo, I'm, that just makes me even more curious about cannabis because I had, ner they don't, okay, so towards the base of my back, I have scoliosis. And, where it's bent, I have a pinched nerve, all that, all that, blah, blah, blah. I had a nerve ablation done in 2020. Doctor says, you're not a candidate for surgery, but we can at least give you some break from pain. Last you six to eight months. I'll take it. I'm begging for back surgery at this point, the way my back was bothering me. So I'm fighting with it. I'm noticing I'm starting to feel the same way recently and I'm fighting with that because the pain sparks my anxiety to my depression. So I've been, I've been going through with me. I've been going through it. So I finally, you know, hit up my doctor. I'm like, I think I need to see the surgeon again. So we, you know, do the x-rays or whatever. So it's time for another nerve ablation. So she sits and she's talking to me. She goes, wait a minute. You had it in 2020? I was, yeah. She goes, Carrie, that was two years ago. It's only supposed to last six to eight months. I, I knew, I knew it was the cannabis. I, when I share with you, I consume it on every which way and I rub it everywhere. I don't, 
you kind of forget when something's good. You forget because you feel good. So I had stopped using it like on my 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 skin. I stopped consuming it. I didn't have my butters. I didn't do I have my can of pills. I didn't do my oils. I was just smoking it. I felt the I physically felt the difference. With just consuming it by smoking versus using it all. Yeah. I'm a firm believer to to take it in all different ways. Yo, I just, I'm in PT for bursitis on both my shoulders. Struggling to put on my hoodie, struggling to get out the bed, struggling to bring my sheets over my head. One day I'm like, yo, Carrie, put on the, the I have some Stormy Daniels. I swear my nightstand is, that's my new medicine cabinet. I love it. I pulled out my little oil, rubbed it on my shoulders, and I didn't realize it when I went to pull the blankets over me, I was not in pain. And I was, I was blown away yet again. And this has happened before. I keep blowing myself away. This shit really works. I pinched my nerve about three weeks ago. I, I put my arm under my pillow sometimes when I sleep. So I'm prone for that. So the first day I come back from work and I'm an idiot. I do heat and cold on it. By the end of the night, I can't even move my arm. I got it put up like a sling on my body. Like I can't believe I can't move it. Right. So the middle of the night I wake up and next to my bed stand is a couple of my chemists, uh, R and D bombs that I have. <laughs> so I, I stretch my arm out. I get it straight out. I get it. So it's working again properly. And I put the bomb on my shoulder. I wake up the next day, go to work. No problem. No problem. So the heat cold I, it ruined the nerve. It's what I shouldn't have mm -hmm. done. I yeah. should have, I shouldn't have done the mix. I should have picked one or the other. Yeah. Uh, but then as soon as I put the bomb and stretched it out, the two together, I woke up fine the next day. And then the next day on, it was all completely gone. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I, I have I have people that don't necessarily believe in topicals. Talk what? a little bit. Yes. Talk a little bit about your experience, please, because I'm seeing uh I'm seeing that people are, are giving me feedback that topicals are working and I know for a fact you've seen it. So please, please oh, explain the benefit. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm living it right now. I have a test nerve ablation on the 25th of this month. I, on a normal day, I can't sit here. Like there's no way my shoulders, the way they've been hurting. Mm -mm. I have on a turtleneck, a turtleneck with bursitis on both shoulders. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it, I, I can't even conceive. I, 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 I can't even conceive people not believing they would if their doctor gave it to them. They would if their doctor gave it to them. Amen again. So. No, it's, it's where the source of information comes from, number one. And number two, I think it's harder to teach younger people who don't have ailments that they can feel the fats, right? Because their body's already healthy. Their skin's still pliable. It's still moisture. It's still, uh, you know, they're still healthy. Um, whereas some older people are really feeling that a good uh, CBD bomb uh, really can help some of their skin ailments. And... <laughs> When you say skin ailments, it's the deep tissue and the 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 the, the tissues that you see. Because I, I I we had this conversation about the the um byproduct that I have after making tincture. I just threw it away by the way, and it broke my heart. 
when I tell you, I, I love the plant. I absolutely have so much respect for the plant. I finally threw it away. But I'm convinced, had I been able to get that alcohol out of there some way, somehow, I could have used that for skin, topical skin care. Because the just the anti-inflammatory purposes alone. That's it. Alone. If people use CBD just for that, just for and that, forget about the rest of the cannabis forget plant. Everything else, their life would be so yo, improved right then. Forget about it, because inflammation is the cause of so many of our it's, ailments. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. So once you, and I share it when I that's when people had dental surgery. We had I can count on one hand the amount of patients that had asked for heavy drugs. Because you, th it's your mouth. It's the most sensitive part of your body, okay? And we're, you're asking us to stick needles and knives and cut, okay? So I get it. But I share with them, your mind plays such bigger tricks on you. Once we can keep and control the inflammation, the pain is, is minimal. And that's what I share with people even now with my products. I said, I still... I'm sure this bottle of ibuprofen I have in my house is expired. I am more than sure because I've had it forever because I don't really use it because I have my plants. I feel for the people who take ibuprofen on a daily basis and what their stomach looks like. Yo, I can't even forget about it. Forget about it. And I pray for their everything that they don't drink. Because then you're putting the alcohol on top of those lesions. Like, that's a, we can have a whole conversation on that one. The lesions she talks about is, is some of the uh, detriments of ibuprofen. And then what she's talking about is alcohol, which is not very good for you, gets into these lesions or sores within your stomach and, and the walls of your stomach because of too much pills. And basically, it makes it so anything bad happening is just going to get accelerated quickly. Can, can, can we just be joined at the hip? Like, yo, I love him so much. All right, so when you walk up to the V experience, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe a little bit what the V experience will look like. <laughs> and really, you can't go up to her table, take grab a couple of things and say, uh, um, well, what's the negotiation on this? Because what she has is different than anyone else in the marketplace. She has things that actually matter. I love the fact that every person that comes to your table, you want to know what they're looking for. Absolutely. You are not that person that says, if, if someone is looking for a 26% sativa, uh, an eighth, a quarter, an ounce of a, of a heavy THC uh, sativa, then don't don't go to the V experience. That's not what she's about. Like, like there's elsewhere to go for that. Um, no. Because well, what she sells is an experience, but what more than anything else, what she does is help people improve their life. Amen. Thank right. you. That's I forget. That's where I was going. That's where I was going. Um, I ran into this lady that was a, a, legislation, a legislator or whatever, and she goes, what do you do? I said, I help people navigate their lives through the use of medicinal herbs. All of them. All of them. And I said, honestly, I'm coming after my cigarette smokers because I'd rather you grab you real tobacco. Let's go there. So I'm coming for them too. So I have one of her products. Just to give an example of what the V Experience can look like, it's www.theveexperience2020.com. 
that's still legit, right? That is legit. Okay, sorry, I didn't I didn't ask for your permission before I did that. <laughs> so what I have is a something that's very unique. It's a single use tincture, which you don't find in the marketplace. Uh, so first of all, tell me why you do single use tinctures, uh, and then this one is the Billy Kimber, seventy milligrams. Um, so I don't have a clue what Billy Kimber is, but I think you're going to tell me what Billy Kimber can do for me. I feel like I have a personal relationship with every single one of my strains. Okay. So Billy Kimber, AKA Billy Timber. That's my dude. He comes second to Bubba Kush. But anyway, he is a heavy indica, but he's serious with it though. Billy, Bubba, you, 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 you gonna laugh. You gonna have a little giddy time. Billy is a little bit more serious. He's serious about what he's gonna do with you, okay? Whether you're gonna consume it in the oil or the capsule, um, but he <laughs> he hits hard. But he he does what he 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 say he gonna do. He gonna lay you out. Um, so this is kind of a sleeper. This is he is definitely a sleeper. I've had experience with Billy Kimber, by the way. Uh, and, and I have to say that, yes, he was a sleeper. <laughs> A.K.A. Billy Timber. Mm-hmm. Timber. Reason, Timber. And the reason why I chose to do it that way is because I just, I thought it was easier. I wish I was introduced to cannabis this way when I was still being a mother. Because when my kids, I still have I still have children. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm still a mom. But when I was mothering, the, the football, the basketball, the practice, the work, the all of that, I would have I won't have as many grades as I would like it it to grab it and go or to play with it. I'll make myself such the most beautiful coffee in the morning and squirt that goodness right on top of it or I'll drop it in my my glass and then my wine glass oh, it just it just looks just so, so cannabis and wine yes I like oh. it because I'm, I'm not a proponent of cannabis and beer or anything gluten related but wine really isn't oh. and and I'm a proponent that you know a little bit of wine is good for the heart oh. uh, half a glass of wine a night type of thing oh. is, is absolutely good for you so but I've never combined cannabis with it yet oh. I gotta I gotta build that in oh gotta hang out with me baby we are definitely gonna do that yes yes and so in this with the syringe it has the measurements on it because I'm all about the medicinal I need you to get out the mindset that cannabis is bad. Let's get rid of this. That lab coat, the syringes, the whole makeup is for a purpose. When you pick it up, I want you to understand that this is my medicine, but this is fun. This is going to be a good time. This is each experience. I can pick it as I see fit. You can start your day off with the passion orange guava, a nice high sativa. That's just going to just make you just feel so good. Good. And that flower is so freaking stinking fragrant that the butter tastes so good. I mean, it's just crazy. And then as your day progresses. It smells delicious too. Right? Yeah. I have some right here. Oh my gosh. Sheesh. And then towards the end of the day, when you're ready, you throw you some Billy Kemba right under your tongue. Call it a day. I mean, it, 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 I love the fact that you can play and I, as I want you to experience life the way I'm experiencing it right now. And 
I feel like a little frog on a lily pad, just jumping from lily pad to lily pad <laughs> to lily. The sweet tart is kicking in. Can you tell? I like it, though. <laughs> Keep the energy going. So I'm looking at her a uh, picture of her table because I didn't want to forget any products. Uh, she has a, a quite array of products. Um, first of all, do you believe that you are seeing a lot of first-time cannabis users coming to your table, like or or to you? Do you see that they're drawn by the the whole lab code and and the in? Yes. I mean, I see it. I yes, they feel more comfortable. They feel more comfortable. Yeah, you you seem like you're the you're the welcoming soul, welcoming soul in an oasis of uh, cannabis. A lot of times at these at certain events around. And and that's why I miss the public market so much. I need to get back to. It needs to warm up a little more. My bones can't take it, but. I need to get back to the public market because I've met so many people that this one lady, she gave me a lash and she was like, don't forget about us, earth, us old church ladies. We hurt, too. And we want to feel good, too. And truth be told, it's partially because of her that I can't wait to meet her again because my infused hoo-ha lube is for her. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That is the TMI of all TMIs Yo. right there. Yo. <laughs> the she told woman. me, don't forget about us church ladies. And I... Yeah, I got you. <laughs> whatever you need, whatever you want, whatever you desire, I got you. I learned really early on. I was raised by women. And um, I've always been comfortable around the company of women. And I've learned early on... That women are worse than guys when it comes to <laughs> playground talk. I'm just going to say this right now. And if you could see her legs popping in the air right now and her legs clapping, she is by far backing my point. I'm just going to tell you right now. We're us bad. guys think we're sophomores, right? But it's the same stupid pee-pee jokes for 50 years, right? You women get into it. Like we, you guys, we, we, we get to yeah, it. I know what you guys do. We I heard some of this. Like my aunts have tried to embarrass me on many occasions. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. They love seeing me turn all blush. <laughs> you ladies. Um, so we're not even talking about a third of the things that the V experience is about. And I, and I really, we're talking about different delivery methods, right? So the first thing you started with vaping, right? And I kind of want to go through how you decided to pick your different product lines. So, so far we've talked about her single use tinctures. She's talked about her butter a little bit, but why don't you describe how you built the V experience from, uh, taking in one cartridge and then flour and then understanding the, the, the vaping device, your baking device that you described, right? So, so you got from there to having a table and I'm going to try and count folks. I'm sorry. I'm looking at a picture, but I'm going to count her products now, different kinds. Uh, I can't even tell you how many different varieties of tinctures single use she has. So I'm not even going to count, uh, at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve 12 product lines. At least I know I'm not, how many more? Like, wow. are we, am I up close? Yeah. Wow. I don't even, I didn't even count. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Like I'm overwhelmed looking at it. Uh, cause I know you're a one woman band. I am. So you do everything. Everything. From journal. And, and I know you're going to bring up the journaling thing here as part of this. This is why I'm asking you, how did you get from consumption to being able to provide to me one of the most impressive diversity of strains and um, a, different methods of taking cannabis for everybody. And I'm very, uh, very, very impressed you've done this on the scale that you have as a one-woman show. So please tell me how. Thank you. 
Um, how did I get to there? Or yeah, that's most important. How did you? Yeah, how did you? I mean, you knew nothing. 2018, you knew nothing. Nothing. And 2022, right now, you're (laughs) teaching people how to use it to help their body. You're helping old church ladies. I am. Um, I decided. Honest to God, no bullshit. So let me go. The V experience, the V in the V experience is literally, honestly, the vagina. I am going all the way back to my childhood. I'm going back to that little girl and we're going to do this again. And I don't want her to miss out on anything. And I decided then that why not, I guess? Um, everything that could have happened to me happened to me. My mother was murdered. My house, you know, it didn't burn down, but we had like, like we was homeless. Like it's weed. So why not? You know? So, and I was going to die. So I literally decided if I'm going, you know, if I had to go to work, that's when I changed from the, the vape pen, which is, Consumption wise, it, it the vapor disappears. I was, and if you look at my logo, it's the V with the vapor going through it. And I was, <laughs> when you're elevated, you're just sitting there and you're looking at the smoke. And that's when the vape, the smoke is different from the vapor, from the dry herb vaporizer to smoking, um, to the hookah. It all moves differently. And I started noticing that. And if I had on, if I was doing a show, because at this time, when I first started my using, I was still sewing and I was doing fashion shows still. And I couldn't go smelling. So I'm like, okay, I really don't want to use the vape pen. I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do that. How else can I do this? Everybody, far as edibles, was doing cookies and cakes. Cookies, cookies and brownies, cookies and brownies. Everybody's doing cookies and brownies. I don't eat those, you know? I wasn't the... Butters only came into play come uh, 2021, actually, last year. Because my at the time, my son's girlfriend, she loves to cook. And she introduced butter into the home. I grew up on margarine. I don't know about that shit. So I started, you know, that process. So I said, okay, when I have my bagel or... And it's just enough. It's just enough. I started with the full four ounce jar and this again at the public market, this lady was like, that's too much for me. If you make it just a small serving and I said, say less, I'll see you next week. So that's when I started the single serving. So now your butter dish can be your candy jar. I don't eat candy, but I have a huge ass glass candy jar on my dine, my kitchen counter. And so does my butter jar. And it has a whole bunch of those. So I want you to think about your butter jar a little bit different now. You know? So then the tincture came into play because I had my coffee and I was using my after vaped bud, the cannabis after became out my vaporizer in my coffee. And I'm like, mm, okay, but what about when I have my beer or my wine? That's when I started playing with the tinctures. And then serving size came into play. Traveling came into play because now I had my my 
nerve ablation, I can get it back on the road. I can take a flight, you know. So I was like, I don't want to travel with the flower. So um, I started making my honeys in um, five mil jars, little tiny servings. And it just grew from there. Everything that I have is because it's everything that I do. And people are like, where are you going to, where's your cartridges? When are you going to do cartridges? I'm not. I don't, not right now because I don't do it. So I'm not going to, I can't give you an experience that I haven't experienced myself. And that's not as easy just to make a small Oh, oh, heck no. Heck no. Like Crash shots are real, yeah. Just, even just, mm -mm, that's a lot of work. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, and you have to be careful with the material. You you really have to have quality material for cartridges. Exactly, and uh, people don't understand. No, they don't. It really has to be. For instance, um, Delta 9, generally speaking, can probably sit on its own in a cartridge with a little terpenes, uh, but CBD really has to be broad spectrum, and it has to be processed to a point where it won't crash because mm. a lot of CBDs will crash. Um, so you really need to start with a broad, and then you can add some minors to it and, and terps. But generally speaking, those are things you have to be careful for the cartridges. See? Uh, and that's why um, back in the day, a couple of years ago, we had that problem because we had a bad cartridge maker trying to dilute that Delta 9 with other things and the vitamin E acetone. And that's what got a, that, him in trouble and craved a panic through the whole industry when it realized there's only one bad actor in the industry. It wasn't the whole industry doing the bad thing. And then, I mean, you're, you're talking material. Now let's talk hardware. As well. So, you know, it, it was just way too many factors for me. And I, I'm i like, listen, find it somewhere else. If you see it, I do it. I can tell you about it. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how to do it if I never did it. So, yeah. I love the tinctures. Uh, tell me about the capsules because the capsules is something <laughs> uh, I find, I think, is something uh, that the general person needs to know more about. I agree. Uh, I don't think anybody understands the value of capsules because there's a lot of bad things about pills now, right? So um, what is it about the capsules that is different about a normal pill that someone would take? Oh, because I know what's in it. Because I know what's in it. And I'm so eager to start to play with um, other um, powders and power... Uh, power plant materials like turmeric and things like that um, again for inflammation but with the 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 capsules first of all they're vegan um, I do them all myself um, there is there's a level of comfort for me mm-hmm. because I can't say it even more because I made it. I know what's in it. I know what it's going to do for me. Um, so for people who haven't had experience with cabbage before, how long does it take to hit? What kind of feeling would it be? Because you, do you do mostly CBD capsules? No, I do them both. I do them both. I do. Okay. The reason why I have so many products is I'll take one strain and I want you to have every experience <laughs> in that one strain because That's huge. It's nothing like finding something that works for you and then you can't find it anymore and you're like what the hell that's the cannabis industry in a nutshell right now 100 <laughs> percent. so i hate that i hate it for me so i'm not gonna do it with my people 
So I want to make sure if you like and here's the thing I let my I let my BSers know, my bougie stoners. I let my BSers know if I have flour because I I like more of the concentrates than anything. If I have flour and you like it, you better write it down, put it on your profile. Well, what I say about that on my website, you can download an app and you can build your own profile and we can communicate together like that. So that way, when it comes time for your refill, I know what your desires are. I know where my um, parameters are to make sure that you're getting exactly what it is that you need. Everything is labeled, everything and if you if everything's there for you. You know, I want you to take the guesswork out of it. I share this with my my people that come, you know, to me. I say, "Why why why are you here? Why why do you smoke weed?" They're like, "To get high." I was like, "No, why? Why 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 do you smoke weed?" Well, I don't know. To relax, I guess. I said, exactly. Okay, okay. Or sleep. Or sleep or eat or, you know what I'm saying? So you have a reason. So it's, it's let's change just calling your homeboy and see what he got, grab it, and you do it, and you just throw it up in the air and see what you get. No. How about knowing exactly the experience that you need or you desire and going just for that? And then saying, oh, my gosh, but wait a minute, you got a butter, you have a honey, you have an oil, you have, yes, yes, I do. How you want it, I got it. And you'll explain to each person how each of those delivery methods will, their body will oh, take it in, right? And I love. Because it is different. Body it's so high. so different. Head high. Toes high. Like. And back to the capsules, I love the capsules because you have the full plant matter. So you have not only everyone's all about this the THC percentage. I am so old. She's rolling it. her eyes, folks. I've been saying this. <laughs> I've been preaching this as well. Let's not go out and try and find the highest THC oh plant out there at the first dispensary you go to, folks. Please. Let you, it go. Please. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. But the fact that you I have both the C B D and the THC in there. And that's before I actually purposely added CBD because people fail to realize strains have both in it. In it. Preach, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now if you have the plant matter and you're ingesting that, the level of pain management is like, and it's hitting different receptors because oh. it's processing through your stomach now and the walls of your walls of your stomach, which nothing else is because the tinctures are, are kind of being absorbed by your throat and the smoking's being absorbed <laughs> kind of right into your bloodstream and your edibles are going through your liver. It is a whole fireworks throughout your whole body. When I, I love my BSers. This girl hit me up. She's like, oh my gosh, did you see some, some, somebody got can of pills? Somebody got can of, somebody took your can of pills. I said, first of all, <laughs> nobody <laughs> took anything of mine. I think I might've took them from someone else. <laughs> if we want to be truthful. <laughs> you know, be we want to be truthful. I said, <laughs> you know, I said, no, those are my homegirls. Um, she actually is like 32 years old who has epilepsy and seizured into a stroke and healed herself. The moment I heard that she had a seizure, 
I instantly, it, the heavens opened up and strawberry cough fell into my lap. When I tell you the amount of keef I collected just for her, and I called her wife and told her, come to my house right now. Like, people, I don't understand, I don't think people understand how powerful this plant is. It saves lives, and I'm here. And I watched this woman go, f and, 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 I'm, and I met her at a Canada event. <laughs> and, and it, in fact, I met her through her wife. You know, me and her wife stalked each other for the longest because she wanted a bougie stoner stash bag. And she stalked me and stalked me and stalked me. And we became very, very good friends. So I kind of gave this, a fellow BSer, you know, the rundown of them. And I said, and they grew those plants themselves. So I am so proud of them. So strawberry cough, mm -hmm. how did you know the benefits of that? Did you have previous journaling experience of that strain? I did. I, I, it was so weird how certain strains I'll read about and they just stick with me. And when I, I came across it, I, I, I think I almost fell to my knees and, and I think I hugged my plug's ankles probably, I guess, I think. It was like, and instantly I called her. I said, I got you. I said, I got, I got you. You know, I don't, I don't remember what it was about strawberry cough that stood out to me, but I just knew it, 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 it. Keef in itself is amazing, amazing healing properties for neurological. I mean, just. So define Keef for people who don't understand what Keef is. The best way to, dis to describe Keef to the general is when you have a flower and it looks all frosty and pretty and, and sparkly, those tiny little things, they look like little balls on a stick. Those are the psychedelic happiness, oil bubble situations. Those, those are magic. So just, I mean, just think of a plant, okay? And then you zoom into it. Before you zoom into it, it's beautiful. It's all colorful. Leaves are just tucked away, and it's just glistening in the sun. And 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 then you smell it, and then it's purple, and you got amber hairs everywhere, and it smells like strawberries. And you touch it, and these things just fall on your fingers. It's all sticky. It, what? Mm -hmm. Come on. So Keith, also known as Dust and Chief a.k.a. Cannabis Crystals, among other names, refers to the pure and clean collection of loose cannabis trichomes, which are accumulated by being sifted from the cannabis flowers or buds with a mesh screen or sieve. Or if you have a, a grinder at home, keef is what falls into the bottom compartment. Mm -hmm. And there is some heavy value to that. I, I mm -hmm. add keef usually to my last indulgence of the night is usually topped off with keef every evening nice. for me. That's what I do. So anything accumulated from that day or whatever. And then I also have a jar of keef that I collect. So then at the end of the night, it's always that little spoonful right on the top of my little Oh bong. my gosh. Then I got to share with you my, um, my little collection. I have it by strain. I would love to, I would love to see how different uh, strains affect me. I really would. Oh, she's all dancing. I love her dancing. She dances more than I do. I'm getting jealous.
Um, so let's talk about children, right? So, so uh, I'm a father. I've talked about my my experience with cannabis and how I've been very open with my kids. Um, your cannabis experience came a little later in your life, so your kids are probably a little older. How many kids do you have? Uh, talk about the relationship and, and how they've accepted your cannabis usage all of a sudden. I have two kings, 21 and 25. 25. 25. My daughter's older. I don't want to hear nothing on you. Uh, that was hard. <laughs> you don't look older. You don't look like you have a kid over 15. Thank you. So we were talking about a very lean, um, in shape, um, uh, not excess at all, beautiful woman here, healthy skin. So everything is, is definitely Thank cannabis you. healthy on this woman. But Thank she you. is definitely, uh, I can tell she sets the trend for her kids, right? So your boys look at you and go, oh, crap, I got to keep up with mom now, right? <laughs> They do. They do. They do. They, um, they, they, they are my everything. They are my everything. They support me. Their mother is, a like, what's a Sagittarius? A fictitious. We're fictitious. So we're always everywhere. They, but they still seem to keep me in line some way. Um, they've, They've witnessed my struggle through the years of their, most of their entire childhood, actually, of my anxiety and depression when I'm thinking I'm hiding it from them, you know? So to see me now, oh, oh, they love it. Actually, me and, sorry, Max, I'm going to call you back. Me and my, me and my youngest, the 21-year-old, were actually just talking about cannabis. His father um, is a heavy cannabis smoker, but... We don't get along. We're not like my oldest son's father, who's like my best friend. Like I tell JP, who's my son, you're lucky you're here because me and your brother, me and your father are like, that's my homie. Um, so you're lucky you're here. Mm -hmm. um, he, his, my youngest son's father definitely has mental issues. And he uses cannabis, but he's definitely, he can use some help navigating which ones and and things and as much as I would love to help him he's all right can only help those who want to help themselves I learned number one and number two that story is actually common that we both know right mm -hmm. that people will just um, go grab random strains of 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 plant of the plant and smoke it, not necessarily know everything they're consuming, uh, and think that it's good for them. And maybe in not all instances, that kind is good, right? Maybe if you're someone that's tend to be depressed or sitting on your couch, maybe an indica probably isn't the best way for you because you're probably going to compound compound the issue a little bit. You'll be healthier, but you're still going to have a hard time getting off that couch. Um, cannabis doesn't cure laziness, but it can supplement it, right? Or, oh. or help. Oh. Describe what you would do for someone that would, if, all right, so here's the V experience. <laughs> hey, V, how are you? I'm really lazy. I can't get off the couch. Should I get home from work? I get stuck on the couch all night long. What would you do for me? OMG. So I would definitely recommend any of, I would give, I'm, I'm not going to say any of my sativas. I'm not going to say that because you can have a sativa that can still lay you out. And people don't understand that. Like, you can have an indica disguised as a flipping sativa. Like, SFV, um, San Fernando Valley, puts me out. 
Like, lays me down. I'm gone. Like, so jet fuel. And then, uh, so I would, with what I have for you, I would do something that's high in sativa, but that's cheerful, that's going to make you wiggle your toes and make you want to get up and dance because that's the sativa you want. You want something that's the cheerful. You can you can have a sativa and sit there and watch TV or play the video game and be but be stuck. Be stuck. That's a good way to put it. Stuck. Completely stuck. Couch lock on swole. But you you are like you couldn't even go to answer the door if it rang. <laughs> if you wanted to forget no, about you'd it. You'd be like, oh, I'm not moving. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. But you're wired. You. So people wired need to but understand stuck. that. That's wired great... but stuck. You know? So, and that's why I love what I do. And when I share with people, if I can just finally find somebody to take all of my journals of, because I broke down the sativa, hybrid, and indicas. And in each one of those columns, there's pages of strains that I wrote down. The parents, the THC, the CBD, um, the, like, seed creators or the lineage, um, my effects, my uses, and warnings. I love this. You could probably have gone online and got a lot of that information. Absolutely. But you probably wouldn't retain it for when someone comes up to you to talk about the V experience, right? It's that actually pattern of going through the journaling and reciting it, right? That's what I've learned. I'm new to this industry as well, almost the same time as you, maybe 2017. I've been a, I've been a heavy cannabis user since I was 17. That's the only probably difference. But 2017 is when I went hot and heavy in this. And I found by writing or reading things over and over again through my research and then um, finding things that reinforced other points, mm-hmm. that's what made things second nature for me to be able to recite them. And that's exactly what you did through your journaling. See, but it's funny. I don't read them again. Once I write it, that's it. But you retain I live it, right? It because I live it. Now, if I was to ask you something about that was in your journal, but you still could. Oh, absolutely. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> because I've gotten to the point where it's so funny because I, I have different relationships with the OGs, the Cushes, the exotics, the, and, and uh, the hazes, which I, I really, I listen, growers. I just learned that hazes grow taller. I guess that's why there's not a lot of them around. But please, I'm asking you, if someone can please grow some haze, I ask you. We need it. Thank you. So back to what I was saying. Um, I have a personal relationship with each kind of category. I kind of category everything off. I I had a conversation with my guy. I know he's like, I don't know what I'm going to walk into when I come to see Gary. But I'm like, you know, I know I asked for when you get your exotics, before you put them in those pretty little pouches. Can I see it first? I, 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 need, I need to pick out the best because I have to take pictures. But uh, I, I don't care about all that. I, 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 he was like, all right, no problem. So once he started bringing me all the... the I tell, share with people, people know exotics as the Zaza. It's more like the craft beers and things like that. So I explain it. I'm nearly like, why is it so expensive? So anyway. Mm-hmm. so It's rare. It's hard it's, to find. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the time and 
working, whatever. To grow you, these, to grow these strains, folks, what she's saying is if there's a strain that's been out there a long time, that's generally speaking, maybe one that you'll find a little bit cheaper versus one that one farmer grows in one state, that thing's going to be a little more expensive because it's so good and it's hard to come by. Yes. Sorry. So once I asked him to bring those, all of a sudden, all of the OGs, the Kushes, they started disappearing. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, remember... I hurt. <laughs> I, I need the medicine ones. These are fun. These are fine. Yeah, but I need I need my classics. Is there certain strains that if someone someone that can't get the V experience regularly, right, or can't do all the different ways, is there certain strains you found through your journaling and and for you've learned that you would steer people towards? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, interested. I don't think I've, I can't what, say this by anything. It depends anything. on what it would be. But for you, um, and I cannot believe the amount of strains I have went through. And it's, it's funny because I'll get people that used to go to my old page and see the, the pictures and the names that I used to, because my old, the V experience page got hacked back in December. So I can't access it anymore. So if people inbox me, it's not because I don't know you, I don't like you, I'm not answering you. I can't get in that page. They're like, yo, you got some you, you got some good hitters up there. I'm like, thank you. I'm bougie. Like, I, if, if I'm going to pay $75 an eighth, I want my flower to taste good, look good, smell good, smoke good. Of course. Oh, For that price, you have to. For that to. price, you have to. But people don't know. You know, I went to a local store and support and when I got home I didn't care to look at it when I was there but when I got home it wasn't what I expected but the consumer doesn't know so I want to make sure that I put up the picture um anything that I have I purposely want you to see through it because I want you to see what's in it not this black mylar bag situation um it, it it it's 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 too much of an amazing plant to not respect it in all forms. But back to you, I would definitely hands down oldie but goodie blue dream. Um. Now my personal favorite is white widow. Just so you know. <laughs> what you say? I know, what you I know. Say? that's like an old, that's an old dog one. But my cousin and I, we will we would want white widow over everything all day. I think we would throw everything aside for white widow. I, thank that you because I was looking so for an evening one for you. White widow is my go to. Like I, I can't don't know even how long you. I was in my kitchen with white widow, and I have a picture on my old page of white widow. You know, you've been talking about the V experience. My cousin used to say the White Widow was his Viagra. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> Hope he doesn't get me. He won't yell now, at me for that. Let He's me honest tell as hell. Tell you just the just the 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 presentation, just the presence of that flower is just breathtaking. Like it, it it's it. Sometimes I get them mixed up, but unless this was a super zoom, this was extremely frosty. And I think my, <laughs> I think I put my little emoji in there with the the slap in the cheeks, like oh my gosh, because it was so gorgeous. And I don't care 
as much as my sister talk about my Samsung, because she's an iPhone girl, the pictures that my Samsung took in White Widow, I'm going to dig those out the archives and repost that because good choice. For those of you who, who are interested, uh, it's among the most famous strains worldwide. It's a balanced hybrid, first bred in the Netherlands by Greenhouse Seeds. Mm. Uh, a cross between a Brazilian sativa land race and a resin-heavy South Indian indica. White Widow has blessed every Dutch coffee shop menu since its birth in the 1990s. Its buds are white with crystal resin. Thank you. <laughs> warning you warning you of the potent effects to come. A powerful burst, uh, burst of euphoria and energy breaks through immediately, stimulating both conversation and creativity. I would say that White Widow was uh, the go-to through my triathlon years. That makes sense. Yeah, now that I think about it, that was the primary strain that um, I had access to, and that was pretty much a decade of my triathlons was probably mostly White Widow. That makes sense. I, I don't... Yeah, I, I, I was in my kitchen for a long time time I had my kitchen redone and I had this island that's where I stay the majority of the day I I had a good old time by myself it was yeah I had a whole photo shoot I had me some Josh wine I had the music on mm-hmm what strain do you like to mix with your wine Almost always uh, some sort of indica hybrid. Almost always. Is that for feeling or taste? I was just about to. You, you are, you, you are just right here with me. I'm telling you. Um, it depends on the 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 flavor of the the flower. Definitely, almost never have I paired. It's, oh wow, that's so weird. I haven't had an OG with my wines because. Usually the OGs have a a skunkier um, feel to it. It's, it's usually some of my sweeters, sweeter ones to pair with the wine. Wow. Wow. Miners. People don't realize that when you test a plant, most of these strains also have miners in there. So she accurately mentioned earlier there's CBD in a lot of the THC plants that we have. Do you have any specific miners that you found within your products that you find stand out or really help that THC? For instance, we have found that CBG uh, mixed with THC really gives you a nice focus. Um, and we see there's a lot of CBG and a lot of sativas. Yes, it is. And I haven't gotten a chance to research that because I noticed that because before in the beginning it was CBD. And I'm like, okay, where is this G? Is this a t- at first? I'm like, is this a typo? You know. But then I started noticing it more. And then the girl that had the 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 stroke, she mentioned it, and that's when I was like, okay, all right. So I haven't gotten a chance to look into that yet. So for people that have seizures, are are, are you um, recommend them to a high CBD type plant? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The first thing I grabbed. Um, my Harlequin shooters. And like, I, when Tony came to my house, I was like, here, 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 here. Because Harlequin, she bad, first of all. But to have, 
I love talking about Harlequin because when all the THC, high THC, what's the THC number? It's only like five or six. It is so low. It's like non-existent. The CBD almost doubles it. And when I tell you she take you on a ride that you did not expect, I don't. <laughs> Have you had Harlequin? No, I haven't tasted that one. Oh. I know I'm good on now, though. <laughs> oh, she different. She hit different. I like how each of your products has a personality. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And when I tell you I have a grand old time in my house trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, me and my dogs, I tell you. Listen. Yeah. How many people have you used as guinea pigs over these last three years of making products? <laughs> a lot my poor neighbors I think they I think they put their head down now <laughs> when they see me oh we're done yeah our receptors are full <laughs> go find someone else <laughs> so many people we're sleeping all the time so many people so many people yeah what's your favorite product line or if if someone came up to you and said, "Really, this is so, this is too much. Like this is overwhelming. Give me one thing to set me up with." What would you, you know? Set how many times I hear that? Though? I, I know. I can tell by looking at the table. Yeah. Because I don't want to look through your table. I want you to tell me. I'm gonna. I like telling you what I need, and you say here, here, here. I love that. So, because your table's so overwhelming, because I know I can benefit from so many things, but you've already done the research, mm-hmm. and not many people in this industry have. Impressive. Thank you. Um, what license type do you see yourself in? I know what I see you, and I want to see if you see it. I am not sure because of, like my table, it's so broad. I'm going to, I'm, I'm gravitating towards micro. I, but I have to honestly say I have not taken the time to read through every single thing. Um, I like to move around a lot. Um, so we've spoke about the whole brick and mortar situation, but I am, I am toying around with, with what you suggested. Definitely. Um, it's tough. So what she's mentioning is a micro license, which is where a company entity person can have a license where they'll be able to grow. They'll be able to process products and have a, a single dispensary and then be able to self-distribute their own products through New York State. We don't know any of the parameters of that micro license on uh, how much is going to be the cap limits of square footage, yada, yada. But for you, in in a small setup, you could do everything you're doing now under a micro license very easily. Um, it's just a matter of the cost of that is going to be worth it right. for what you do. I love also for you is to think about is, is a possible smoking lounge where you can actually cr- work with a processor um, that already has that established. You take your research that you've already created and, and talk to whoever that company that is. You make your whole product lines that you have now and then put them out on display in your smoking lounge. And that smoking lounge now is not a smoking lounge. That is pretty much a cannabis medical facility known as the V Experience. That is the one thing I don't see in dispensaries in other states. In every dispensary you go to, it is like flour, then you have a case of edibles, then you have a case of concentrates. Mm-hmm. And yep. not many states are allowing different kinds of foods because you can't, you know from your experience now, 
if you want to make a brownie, it is tough to know how many milligrams are in that brownie, right? Or, or a spaghetti plate or, so you're going to, it's going to be simple products that we're going to be allowed to make, right? But every product you have is going to be allowed to be made. Tinctures, capsules, uh, what else, what else am I missing? The, the sputters. <laughs> butters, I mean, all, yeah. All this yep. stuff will be allowed to be made. And you, if you had a venue where people knew, Hey, I need the V experience cause I need someone to help me pick what I need. When you go to a dispenser, you're going to have a bud tender. That's going to teach you about that bud. Yes. He's going to tell you the percentage. He's going to tell you the miners in there. He's going to tell you kind of how it makes it makes you feel. Uh, and then you're going to sit there and take an eighth or a quarter or half or an ounce or whatever you're going to take out of the dispenser. And you're going to go home and maybe you'll get a bottle of, Gummies, which will be uh, good gummies. They'll be probably THC with a little CBD in them or THC alone. Uh, it'll be either rosin-based or, or, or not. It'll be a distillate-based. Uh, but that'll pretty much be the offerings for everybody at dispensaries, right? So your experience would be that step up where people will go there, get the ACE, and then they'll go, ooh, I can still go and get my single-use tincture for that day, because that's really what the smoking lounge is designed for, right? It's designed for single use stuff, right? It's designed for people smoking pre-rolls. I believe um, the smoking lounge would be heavy with pre-rolls. Uh, it'll be self-packaged probably in tubes or bags, one or two pre-rolls with all the information on it. And your single use tincture that I have in my hand right now would go in a little baggie and with all the miners on it. And you would then, they could actually taste it there and have the experience with you right there on site. Which brings me to... We're going to get, I'm sharing a taste of that for my Moroccan lounge. That's I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> I see this picture of this Moroccan. So I was on her website already uh, stalking as I do very well. Uh, and yes, yeah, she has um, a Moroccan night. Is that yes, what I saw? What's going yes, on? Explain yes. what it is so and how I'm I can. I'm bringing Dubai to Rochester. Dubai. That's scary, but let's hear how. Yes, I'm bringing Dubai to Rochester. I miss Dubai so much. I went for my 40th and I'm itching to get back. So I was, oh, the next item that I now. Can I be a prince if you're going to have a Dubai night? Yes. You need to have a prince, go. right? If oh, you've got damn, Dubai, damn, there's got to be princes. Let's go. Sheiks. <laughs> Sheiks. They're so called Sheiks. Where are you hosting this event? In, it's going to be in Rochester. Not Sure about the location. I'm looking at a few places because, you know, we got, you know, now you can up into the hour before the event. Like, won't do that. Never will do that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm sharing with people. People are like, where's where's the address? Where, where are you doing? Where, what's I said, no, it's not a lounge. It's pop-up. So just how people have pop-up shops, this is going to be a pop-up lounge where you don't know where I'm going to be next. I'm aiming to possibly do it once a month so you can have something to look forward to, plan date night, plan an experience. I don't know what the vibe's going to be, but more than likely it's going to stay in and around the, the Moroccan, Mid-Eastern. Mid Just depends on what I'm feeling. It may be in a mansion. It may be in a penthouse. It may be in Colorado. I don't know. But you have to be a member on the V experience and you will get notifications. And now with this Moroccan nights, I literally have the furniture from Dubai. That's on the floor. I have the rugs. I have the curtains. I have the shisha slash hookahs. I made, I'm not into shisha. I was never into shisha because 
It's like drinking decaf coffee. I'm going to smoke a whole bunch of tobacco at 400 times a cigarette. No, thank you. So I made it myself. Just cannabis, right? Just cannabis. That is what I want to experience. What? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to experience right now. And I got great pink grapefruit and honeys and raisins and coconut, um, um, passion fruit, lime, ginger, all natural. Everything in there is natural. Um, And then you sit and you enjoy. And then you sit. We have some hummus and some carrots and some cucumbers and some uh, teas. Everything's infused some nice vibe music, some incense. And now you come, step up, and you come and grab some things that you need, do a little shopping. Actually, I would like it to be on a menu. So to minimize the... Once I had COVID, it just changed my whole life. So I want your servers to bring you the menu. And, you know, before you go, you'll have your purchases. It's perfect. You like it? I have a table laid out so you can see everything. And yes. Then, oh, it's perfect. I love the idea. Uh, I believe we need more events like this because I know within that event there will be education, which is what we all need. Absolutely. Absolutely. The place that I'm, one place, I'm, the Green Lounge I'm thinking about mm-hmm. because they have the stage. I'm like, oh my gosh, this will be perfect. I can get up there and talk and we can have conversations. You control the atmosphere very well. There, Appli- yeah. ab- absolutely. And it's less decor and I don't have to tote a whole bunch of hookahs. He got them right there. It's perfect. perfect. I mean, he, Jeffrey's a great man. I mean, perfect. I just saw him again on this weekend, and I just like that man. I seen him on Saturday, Friday, Friday night. I was there. I, 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 I've been struggling, and it felt good to hear other people are kind of having an issue. I guess the seasonal change or whatever, something's going on. Because now I don't have the comfort of my anxiety meds. That I don't even know if we're helping in the first place. Let's be honest. But now I feel it, I register it, and I literally can alter my mood by cannabis. Like, uh, all right, I got to go back to something early on that I don't know if many people noticed. We're getting to the end here, so I want to make sure we we touch on this. Did anybody notice the way she the word she said the word Panama? <laughs> Listen, she has an affinity for that place. Uh, you were there young in life, and, and I, I know you told me something about maybe wanting to go back there again. So tell me a little bit about your experience of Panama and, and, and why you seem to have a, a inkling to go back there. But tell me a little bit about that, that aspect of what you're thinking. Hmm. I think it's, it's a country I want to learn more about. That's kind of why I'm bringing it up. I, I remember, I think I was probably the happiest. I had a peacock. I had a freaking peacock and an iguana. And I remember one day the iguana was missing. And in, in my adult life, I asked my mother, I'm like, yo, whatever happened to the iguana? Like, what happened? She was like, your father ate it. It wasn't meant to be your pet. I'm like, what? She was like, no, Carrie, it wasn't meant to be your pet. He, he, he was waiting for it to grow big enough for him to eat it. And I'm like, are you serious? I said, okay, 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 okay. So we had these peacock feathers forever. So I said... Um, the peacock feathers that she goes, no, no, no. I bought those. I, bought those. I was like, okay. But I think it's because it was the happiest. The pictures that I seen, the few that I have, it was so lush. 
and beautiful. Um, my mom was the happiest. And it, it, it gives depth to my history for me, you know, and the fact that my grandmother chose Panama over Jamaica as her stated claim of, you know, where she's from because she was taunted so bad in Jamaica because her father was Irish. So she was very, 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 very light-skinned with freckles. And he didn't allow her to speak the patois, so she spoke proper. So when she went to school, she... she exactly. So she just... The, the first man that gave her attention, she booked it and off to Panama. Who leaves Jamaica and go to Panama? Like, she was determined. So... And and if she was still with us today, you would ask her, "Oh, Iris, where are you from? I'm Panama, I'm Panamanian." Or she she would not say Jamaica at all. It's amazing, just because of a poor experience, but it's valid. I don't know that I would either. And you know, like my clothing, the stitching in my clothing is tied to some of the garments she used to have, or the things that they wore, because embroidery was big. And um, so my stitching is tied to that. Um, yeah, and I think that's kind of my about your, place. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your fashion history now. I mean, you're just touching on it, but I didn't realize it like you used to be there for shows and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, what? what uh, that's another side hustle for you. It it is. <laughs> it is that I'm actually in production to start manufacturing pieces at a time. So I got my first sample made. I just sent them postage to mail me my sample so I can see what that looks like. And one of my next events, I really would like to do a pool party slash fashion show. And people, you know, you know order some things. And I love my, I have a few signature garments because as why with my products, my clothing, each thing, has a reason why I made it the way I did. So I started with my signature maxi skirt, and uh, I'm, ner I'm nervous. But it's balls to the wall. Why not? How long have you been doing that? I've been sewing since I was 14. 14. That sewing machine's like a piece of your hand, huh? Yep. And I miss it. I miss it. I miss it so much. Like, I can't... I can't even sew because I can't pin because my hands with the carpal tunnel. I can't sit long because of my back, um, which I'm impressed right now. I'm actually sitting on this <laughs> side because no, you look relaxed. that can't yeah. appeal. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I, I love, love sewing. I was just sharing with a lady re before I came here because I just made this last night. And um, she was like, are you serious? I said, but think about it. You can't, you haven't been able to go shopping since COVID. I haven't sold myself clothes since 2018. So, and I never shopped. I make my own clothes. So imagine how I feel and knowing and that's a love of mine. So it's, 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 it's been a journey. And did you notice that it almost went out of your life when cannabis came in? Yo. Is that ironic? Yo. I, I I I share with my web designer today. I said we have to add an about me page on my website because I have to share with people. I have to. 
transformation. You'll be a different person Huge. coming out now in this in that industry. You'll look a little different. Yo, somebody inboxed me. He was like, yo, this is crazy. You're aging backwards. Yeah, I agree. You got that look. You got that energy and that spirit. It's like, enter the room and you own it. At my lowest, I said, you know what? I'm going back to get that little girl. You found her. Yep. What do you want to tell people that are on the path, a uh, negative path to where they don't even see that their existence is worth anything? Um, what What do you tell them to help them get to where you are now? Simple, because you know, you know, you can't get, you know, you know enough. Mm. sit in silence and it was so it was it it that was the first thing that came to my head but it it was hard to say because I know how hard it is to do it and that was part of my deepest side because I had to stop all the noise and that silence is the scariest part. It's just you and your brain. Scary. And you have to accept yourself in that time. Because then otherwise you can't even get past it to yeah, whatever you, you want to accomplish. Go, yeah. You got to look at that mirror while you're doing that, right? Like, and that's the, that's, 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 that's the hard part. And that's, that, that's my answer. Yeah. It's a great answer. Accept yourself, move forward, we'll all accept you. And you have to say the words, I'm okay with that. Even even if you just literally just crashed the entire car because you have to accept what it is right here, right here, and be okay with that because once you're okay with that, you're like, okay, so what's next? What do I got to do? So you have to be okay with that. Amen to that. Yo, you're dope. www.thevexperience2020.com. I love the, you go to the page. It's like a rainbow. There's this girl with smoking coming out of her head. Let's elevate. Cannabis carnival party ordering. Uh, so much going on at once. Uh, I totally appreciate the time you spent with me today. Uh, I intend to continue our relationship because I know I'm going to learn a ton from you. Um, and it's only going to get even better. Um, so anything else you want to leave with our wonderful audience uh, to inspire? Yes. Um, please um, plug in with me on my website. Um, request or get on the mailing list. I will be converting to members only, so it's going to be limited even more. What you see right now is limited. On the back end, when you're a member, you see other things. But it will be even more limited. And my IG page, at Bougie Stoner, um, is, oh, it's underscore, at underscore Bougie Stoner. That is uh, private. Please um, inbox me, leave me a little message. On my page, on my website, you will actually have a membership form. <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask you about the profile, which I think is very unique. And I, I would say if anybody is going to go to the V experience, um, fill out that profile page because you might find something else about your cannabis usage that you didn't know before. So take advantage of her research. I think that's a brilliant idea, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it's huge because it's like helping people journal. Yeah. 
right? Like yeah. almost. Um, I'm very impressed with your journaling. I would like to have you on again and talk about that Please. more. Like I'm going to have you actually bring your journal in okay. uh, later this year after we see how the licensing going and seeing maybe where you think your path's going to go. Okay. And we'll revisit with products and uh, your journaling because I want to talk a lot about different strains. Uh, and I think I want to do that in a, like a forum with some people where we all kind of yes, talk about it. I want to include you. Okay, cool. Um, again, thanks for Justin, for me, from Carrie. Uh, sorry about my twin rant to start, everybody. But let's remember one thing. Uh, freedom of speech is something that we are granted as a right, a constitutional right by the powers that be that started this country because they saw how corruption can affect it if they, if they put any kind of stranglehold on newspapers, on radios, on television. We already know the television industry is swayed. So please, let's protect our First Amendment rights and follow that path very closely. Um, let's not them let anybody, not them, let's not let anybody manipulate the news to manipulate our decisions, which may be not in our own best interests. Happy day, everybody. Make sure cannabis is in your life and don't forget the experience. Be well. Be well.